Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're just going to, I don't know, talk a little bit about some surprise players that have for 2019. And if maybe we think it's a one-year fluke or if this is something to continue into next year, you guys that are out of the playoffs, if you're still listening, maybe a reason to listen here a little bit because, yeah, it's uh, chances are, though, some of you aren't even listening because I know what happens to me. If I'm out on fantasy, I don't want to hear a fantasy football podcast, but not there yet. Not there yet. That episode comes Sunday night. That's the Sunday night episode where me and Jeff, again, get to be depressed. I'm just waiting for it already, Jeff. It's just going to happen, right? Yeah, Hurst less. I mean, you've filled like, up this way. in the league where like you've like blew up your 2020 season for this year. I'm going all in. So, I I can't take anymore. I have to win. This is the year. So this is year ten. Jeff is with zero championships. <laughs> it's my white whale. But all right, let's. Well, I'm going to throw some. Let's look at some of these players. The guy kind of surprised us with where they end up ranked this year, and say if we think it's a. I guess kind of a. Is it going to continue? So I'm going to go to quarterbacks, and I'll just say, the first guy on the list is a surprise because no one really expects to be number one, Lamar Jackson, and he's so far ahead. And Is that going to continue next year? Yes, of course. That's it. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> Will he be your number one quarterback next year? Is he going to be ahead of Mahomes uh, at this point? Do you think we're going to, you're going to end up going there? I don't know about that. I think um, – Still haven't decided that. I haven't decided that. Mahomes. I think Mahomes could be a, I know last, a legitimate number one. Last time we said Mahomes, that was a couple weeks ago. I just don't know if it's going to – I don't know. I think I'm leaning Jackson. Kyler Murray actually surprises me here being the sixth ranked quarterback for the year. How about that? Like that's actually, I'm 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 fancy, but I'm relatively surprised about that. No, I am too. He he didn't really he didn't do sneak it. up. It's kind um, of, but I mean, look, he's been really really good, and the games he's been bad, he's been really bad. But the majority of them, he's been excellent. And really, I mean. Early on, it wasn't necessarily a, the good play, um, and he wasn't even necessarily running the ball a lot. But now I feel like his game's much more fluid, and uh, Christian Kirk is kind of getting into the action a little more. I really feel like this will continue. I think Kyler Murray is going to have a good second year, where I think that is the – and we've seen it with Baker Mayfield this year. Um, that's kind of the dangerous one, where you give them the gold star – you're, you know, you're ready to do it. You're ready to play. You open up the playbook a little bit. But I think Kyler Murray can do that, and I think his running ability will buoy him a little more in fantasy where Baker Mayfield, you know, had to do it all throwing. And that's where you've seen him kind of had that that big crash when they, uh, you know, even though he has a lot of talent around him. That, it, just, it really surprised me to see him that far up the list, though. I don't I don't know why. I just, um, you know, he's been he's just been, I guess, solid. And he stayed healthy. Yeah, I, I get. I'm just uh, he's been he's just had a solid season. I'll say that he's just it's kind of um, it doesn't feel like he's. <laughs> I guess I just haven't noticed him being that great at any point in the year. But he's ahead of he's what right behind Rodgers, and ahead of you know ahead of Mahomes, I guess. But that's because Mahomes was hurt. Yeah, can't really count that. But like other players down the list, you know. I, there's no one too crazy surprising. Carson Wentz, I thought would be a little better, but he hasn't. But that's not crazy. Matt Ryan, I think we expected that. If you listen to us, we weren't sold on Matt Ryan like others were. He's an every other year thing, isn't he? That's just how he is. 
Yeah, and to tell you the truth, he was he was doing very very well before he hit the midway mark, and then his numbers started plummeting. Um, the yeah. first half of the season, I thought I was going to be wrong. I really did. I did too. He, he was through weeks one through six. He is he was killing it. And then it turned to be correct for us. Yes. So, <laughs> quarterbacks, though, there's not much else. I'm gonna go with running backs. See what the kind of the surprises there isn't at the top. Like McCaffrey's no surprise. Delvin Cook's honestly really not a surprise to us. I mean, no, we call it. it was all about it's all about health. Yeah, we with him. And you were always a big Dalvin Cook guy. It's not surprising to see him way up here. Derrick Henry. Now I'll say this kind of surprise. I mean, I, he had it in him. If if we would have just listened to what he did at the end of last year and just like, hey, this is what it can be. I just didn't believe it. Now I do. And yeah. he's going to be one of the top running backs next year. Uh, I don't know exactly where he's going to fall. He's already going to go up in ranks from where we ranked him a couple weeks ago because he's just he's proven it keeps yeah, and, proving it i mean i don't want to harp on this but the fact that they moved away from mariota it helped him it really did he was fine before that um and this year too they didn't try to split carries with anyone else and they gave him a, a lot of opportunity in order to you know break the big one they gave him a ton of carries he needed that that amount of bulk in order to do what he does and they finally did it i think they have that kind of programmed in now so, yeah, I, I don't see any reason the Titans will shift away from that. And honestly, the running back in the top, not of the, there's not a lot of, there wasn't a lot of surprises to us here. We, we liked Aaron Jones. I, so I'm, I'm not surprised to see it. Maybe four is a little more than I expected, but Nick Chubb, same thing. Zeke, he's maybe slightly lower, but he's still good. Mark Ingram, we were big Mark Ingram fans. So now Mark Ingram, I don't know about next year, honestly. I just feel like it's going to be the running back spot. Maybe he has one more good year, a couple, but they're going to use other guys. I could see Justice Hill being used more and they'll be good. Whoever's there is going to be good, but they just might use multiple. Yeah. And I think that's where I my think worry this is. is where Ingram will be overdrafted. Yeah. yeah. Because this year you, you got a discount on him. That's why we loved him so much. Um, and it's not going to happen next year. And no. I'm not going to like it. Austin Eckler is still up in the ranks. That That's probably the most impressive part of it. I, yeah. I think obviously he doesn't, is he going to be a top 10 guy next year? I don't, obviously I don't believe so. Um, even a top 20 with Melvin Gordon being there, assuming, you know, that all, <laughs> yep. um, well, no, I don't think so, but he has been able to solidify himself as a pass catching receiver, which is pretty well, much all he's been doing in he, the past five, six games. He's just consistently been putting up good numbers, but quietly, I yep. feel like we have not said his name in forever. No. And in a PPR, it, especially he's just, been he would solid. be, he would still be a great, great play. Yeah, that's. I'm really surprised to see him up. It, his whole it, the whole thing for him is going to depend on what does Melvin Gordon do. So I don't know where he's going. If he's staying, whatever, we'll find out. A lot of the other guys pretty similar. I mean, not surprised. Jacobs maybe a little bit better, but you never know with a rookie. He did good. Fournette, Carson, they all should be there. Lindsey Bell's. Well, what do you think? I think we. I don't want to gloss over Chris Carson with the emergence yeah. of Penny. What do you think about that? I'm going to, it's going to be the same situation again next year mm-hmm. where Chris Carson is probably going to be lower ranked because we're going to be like, well, Rashad Penny, it, I mean, it depends on how the rest of this year plays out. Penny looked the best I've seen him probably um, Monday night. I don't think I've seen Penny look that good. And honestly, Chris Carson, he needs to not fumble the ball. That's his thing. Yeah. If it could just be where they're going to use Carson, they I think they want to use Carson and Penny. Just use them both. I was going to say I think they they run the ball enough to support them both, but I yeah. do think that um, it's going to make me shy away to get 
Chris Carson at the back of the top 10 of running back Yep, because you just don't really know. So some of these other guys that are in this range, Gurley, Bell, Kamara, Mixon, they're going to have to improve, right? Like, I'm still going to be on them next year. They're going to be higher than this in my ranks next year. I don't think – yeah, I think Mixon, I mean, his Bell, team can't get any worse. So yep. the fact that he's still ranked 17th, I mean, that's kudos to him more than anything else. Bell, I do think, will improve. Um, you know, as Darnold gets one more year underneath, I think that team is constantly getting more talent. Um, hopefully some of it goes towards helping Bell, but I think he will be fine. Gurley is an interesting one. Uh, they need to improve that offensive line. Right, because and... I still want to put him in my top 10 because of his talent, but um, their offense, uh, I, I don't know what to make of it at the moment. They're going to have to make some changes on that line and improve yeah. that. We'll see. Kamara, what about Kamara? This has been just a disappointing year. Yeah, another one I'm not exactly sure, and he did miss a couple of games. It's not what you drafted. It's not at all, but I feel like he's still going to be up in the ranks for us. I think he obviously the talent's there. If you're in PPR, though, you're not even as worried because, I mean, eight, the last few weeks he's still been catching the ball like crazy. Yeah, I, I think if, uh, assuming, I have no reason to believe he won't, but assuming Breeze comes back, I will draft him as I usually would. Breeze was gone. It did hurt hurt his production because he doesn't catch quite as many balls out of the backfield. You know, um, they still won without him doing his thing. But um, yeah, I think I would. I probably not over. I'm probably not panicking at this point. I would still draft him like I, I would have. Saquon Barkley was a big disappointment too. I know he missed some games, but it doesn't even matter. Even though he missed those three games. His production, especially recently, has just been poor, and that team's not good. I mean, obviously, he's going to be a top five back for us again next year, but, man, it our worries at the beginning of the year, and I say this is actually, I still rank Barkley, what, probably second, but maybe third. The only reason I didn't put him first is my one worry was I just, the offense wasn't as good, and that actually ended up being a much bigger factor than I even expected. I thought he was good enough to overcome that, and he did to extent. But at some point, no one's good enough to overcome it. They need to improve that offense. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hesitant to draft Barkley. Honestly, not the talent, but the team, and I'm going to be worried. Yeah, I was going to say he's going to be in my top five no matter what. I think he has that kind yeah. of talent. Um, you know, yeah. injury is always going to be kind of <laughs> it'll always be somewhat of the worry, but. I don't know. I can't imagine a world where they, they put that kind of draft capital into them. Now they have Daniel Jones, which is going to be their future. Yeah. Um, they're running their wide receivers tight end. They have all that set. So they should be making a huge uh, contribution to either that line to get that right um, or that defense in order to allow them to run the ball more professionally. So here's my question. Two players that I've been big on. I think both I've both been big on. Devin Singletary. Darius Geis. Let's say there's no Frank Gore, there's no Adrian Peterson. Where can you? Where do you think you rank them next year? Singletary for me personally, um, I mean he'd be a uh, just without. I don't even have to argue with this. He would be a top twenty running back for me. For sure, top twenty. I'm, I'm leaning more top fifteen probably. Thinking, I think both of them are going to be top twenty. If Geis, if yeah, if there's I no think- Peterson. Um, but that's another situation I'm, where offense kind of can be a concern. Yeah, I'm less on Geis because uh, I don't really know what that team is actually made of yet. And 
two straight years he's had injuries, right? Um, yep. So that, that's that is true. The injury thing. So Singletary will yeah. be ahead of him in my mind. The and injuries. Yeah, if you want to put him around like number 15 or something, I could see that being good. Um, but I think you can probably get him even. I, I like him because I still think he'll be a deal. So I'll go over to wide receiver here. And it's still crazy to me. Chris Godwin's the number one wide receiver this year right now. Mike Evans is number three. That's that's insane to me. And I mean, so far in the year, Godwin threw 13 weeks, 74 catches, 1,121 yards and nine touchdowns. That is impressive. Man. And you know what? The thing is, he's had, though, four of the last six games of fantasy have been been disappointing. But his numbers, he just put up so much early. Chris Godwin will not be my number one ranked receiver next year. I actually don't even know if he'll, he might, he might be around 10. I was going to say, would he make your top 10? It'll be close. It, it'll be close. It also depends if Jameis is back. Yeah. And a lot of situations, like what's going on there. And even if we don't think he's a great NFL quarterback, the guy throws a lot and um, he makes it happen. So it definitely helps wide receivers put up numbers when you have a guy like that. And who knows? It doesn't look like they can win with him. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. I feel like he probably, maybe he has one more year, but. Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, they'll be up there. Kenny Galladay, he, I think he's going to be. I think he made the jump. Yeah. If, if and, you can put up these hey. kind of numbers with the injuries that they had. Yep. You know what? Go, go look at my YouTube, our YouTube videos from last year. Yeah. I feel like I called that. Well, actually, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> It was by, I actually remember this one. We made a, a, a video for it, put it up on YouTube. It was um by Kenny Galladay. We th- said he was going to be the next superstar. And then we had one saying, sell Connor. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just, I think that worked yeah. out. DJ Chark. I think DJ Chark is going to stay around here. He might not be top 10 for me ranked next year, but he's not going away. He'll be close to it. Okay. I agree with that. I, he, he's not top 10. Um, I, I still want to, I, Right now, it looks like what Minshew will be the quarterback there. I'm, I'm guessing they had a good chemistry. I think that DJ Chark will be um, a very solid wide receiver too, drafting wise. How about Cortland Sutton, ninth ranked so, wide receiver? So I was really high in Cortland. This I, is better I, than you ever is, could expect. Oh, this huh? is more than I thought because I was still thinking that Flacco was going to be the guy, and you know he probably yeah. had one more year of learning. Um, I picked him up late rounds, thinking that maybe by this time. You could play him. No, he's been good regardless. And um, he's just turning more and more into that guy. Um, what happens with the quarterback situation? That'll be the interesting one. I mean, I'm not going to put it off of one game where, you know, he catches two touchdowns and say that uh, he's bulletproof. So I think he will be in uh, kind of much like DJ Chark, where I think he'll be probably closer to that 15th person. DJ Chark would probably be above him still. You know, he's probably more like a 13. I was just looking at it. It's unreal that Michael Thomas already has 110 catches. Just amazing. Yeah, that guy is is a a specimen. Another player, a little bit down the list. Okay, DJ Moore. It's just like, I think DJ Moore is going to make a jump next year. I honestly do. I've been on this one for a while, and this is going to be one of my candidates. And when you really look at his numbers, I mean, 74 catches for 980 yards. Okay, look at like how much Cooper Cup gets mentioned. Cooper Cup has 73 for 945. So Moore has one more catch and 35 more yards. Not bad. Similarly, more catches than Amari Cooper, more yards than Amari Cooper. It's the touchdowns that aren't quite there yet. Hopefully that changes. 
I think DJ Moore is ready for a jump in his third year next year. <sighs> and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be all over that one. I don't know about jump. I mean, right now he's he's the 13th best wide receiver, right? You that, have Kyle Allen throwing to him. He's going to be better. He's going to be better. Oh, or I mean, what's going to happen be, with he'll, Cam he'll, Newton? He'll be top 10. I, I worry about the team and, and what is going to happen around him. More they than just fired anything. their coach. And, yeah, <laughs> so I, I don't feel good about that situation. I think he's talented. I think right now being in the 13th range, and honestly, but I, I was talking about like Cortland Sutton and DJ Chark. I still like those two better than I like DJ Moore. I don't. Situational. I like DJ Moore better. I do. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah. We'll remember this clip. Devontae Parker. My God. Is this actually real? Well, I, I don't know what quarterback. Once again. We'll wait and see. I, I actually do believe. He's like, had talent. I think that you're well. You're going to go off and you're going to get a quarterback. I would assume, right? So you're going to have a rookie quarterback. I don't know what that's going to do to him, but they're finally starting to use their their potential star players, right? You're finally seeing uh, Gasecki finally catch uh, some of the balls. Devonte Parker is getting involved. They're you know going away from the methodical kind of. You know, like Frank Gore and and obviously Bellagio has not been getting it done. So I like the way they're going. I want to see which quarterback they pick up before I say Devontae Parker's here to stay. Me too. I'm not ready for the, that one. He's burned us too many times. It, I, I would, <laughs> I'm not going to, it's going to take me forever to buy into him. I'm like, I feel like I'm never going to do it. Yeah. Then, um, you know, there's not a lot of other surprises. There's some players. I'm trying to say, is there, a, is there a guy, like, do you think DK Metcalf can make a jump a little bit more? Oh, 100%. Right? I think he is probably going to be one of the fastest risers in the draft. And it's only going to take, and the thing about him, too, is he's such a freak. Yep. That it's only going to take one workout video, one whatever, the, that is right. going to light the internet on fire, and you're going to be like, okay, he, he's yep. going to make that jump. Um I love what I'm seeing. I th- still think that he has probably got that number two wide receiver locked up with Russell Wilson, who might be the best overall quarterback in the league right now. I mean, that's saying a lot with yeah. Lamar playing the way he is and Mahomes and, and Brady and all that. But he might be the best overall quarterback the way he's playing. I, I really, 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 really like him. And we already knew that he was rough coming into this year. So the fact that he has been able to – uh, I think by the end of the year he'll he you know he might crack the top twenty of wide receivers. That is what I wanted to see from him this year. I, I feel very very good about him. And um, I feel like to see him being just a red zone target, it's gonna there's gonna be some hype. So another guy who's right now ranked ahead of Metcalf by a spot, who could be very interesting is Michael Gallup, and it's a lot to do with Amari Cooper and some of the. Reports recently, first off, they said doesn't sound like Amari Cooper is going to be with Dallas next year, but Amari Cooper wants to be with Dallas next year, but how can they make that work? They really can't pay him and pay Dak after they already paid Zeke. just doesn't quite work. So let's say Amari Cooper doesn't come back to Dallas. Michael Gallup's going to be um, hyped a little bit. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I like Gallup right now. I'm... I'm afraid of putting him as the wide receiver one, though. You think it'll be a juju situation where all of a sudden it didn't quite translate? Could be. I mean, I still want to have other options. I mean, we saw what happened when, uh, you know, when it was kind of a they didn't they didn't really have. If you only have to take one person out of that scheme, 
I've, we've seen it happen to Dallas before, right? And then they lean on Zeke heavily. Um, I'm afraid that would happen to Gallup. I like his upside. I like his talent. I'm a big fan of him going into this year. But I haven't seen enough where I'm like, he's a wide receiver one. I think that he is a great talent that at this point can take advantage of the secondary, um, not paying attention to him quite as much. So I'm just, I don't really have many other guys talk about. I just want to look. It's always amazing. Mike Williams stat line, 38 catches for 778 yards. <laughs> it's unreal. That guy can never get some more targets. I know. I, I can't hype him anymore. I mean, I, I, I'm I've big all, on him this year. and I, I just, I'm not good right now either, but it's just kind of um, interesting. But who, who are some other guys? Okay, so what about Christian Kirk? I think he, I think he's going to improve, and it, it, but it goes along with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray needs to improve, and I think it will happen. And so because of that, and he's going to take over as the number one, really. Larry Fitzgerald finally, I think, is to the point where he's just—he's not anymore. Larry, he's still—he's—he's. He's, this is what you expect from him when he gets to this age. Christian Kirk, I think, is going to take over as the number one, and really be the true number one, and probably jump up the boards a little bit. I'm. I think he'll be a he'll be a top twenty guy for me. Uh, and another young guy that I really want to mention because he's been on fire lately, Debo Samuel. Yeah, another guy. I'm really kind of. I know they went and got um, Manuel Sanders, but Manuel Sanders, what? Like, how old is he now? Like, he doesn't 34, have four, something like that. He, and he came off injury. Let's see. So Sanders, but we didn't. Sanders was better than we expected coming off that Achilles. I never thought he would be that he's well he's 32 he's 32 he'll be 33 for next season that doesn't last very long Debo I I'm I like Debo Dante Pettis hasn't panned out no I'm yeah I was say, I'd be very high on him especially for Debo. the team they have yep. around him yep uh, he could come out I mean I don't think this team is built on like number ones I think they're just like we have a bunch of really good players <laughs> you saw that with yep. their their running back situation as well which we could talk about but um I think Debo hit if he continues this play through the last few weeks of of the season, and especially if he does anything in the playoffs, I think that will cement him as a uh, as a piece they use a lot in that offense. Then final, I'll be the final player before we. I'll go to point spreads. I'm like, I'll skip over tight end because who knows about tight end? <laughs> There's I'll, um, Juju. I already. I already. Are you going to get a value out of him next year? You oh think? hell yeah! Right? I think. For, I was huge on him. I'm sorry for everyone that listened to me. I didn't know Roethlisberger was going to be out the entire year. I mean, you know, I mean, I made these predictions ahead of time. I think that Juju already know he is going to be my bounce back player. Um, yep. I, I have no no doubts about his talent level. Uh, I think there could be some value there, hundred percent. Because who? No one's going to take him in the you know for a. You're going to get him in the, a mid round, maybe. I mean, it could be that much fear yep. around him. Depending on where Roethlisberger is, but all right, let's go to point spreads here. We skipped last week with the holiday. Week twelve, we both went six and eight, so it wasn't great. Not for the year. I'm ninety one and eighty two and one. Jeff, you're eighty nine and eighty four and one. I only have a two game lead on you mm. as we're winding down. Mm. Mm. So let's jump into these Thursday night. Dallas at Chicago. Dallas three point favorites on the road at Chicago. Give me Chicago. Ooh, give me Dallas. Ooh, I hate I hate Dallas. Says I know you do every every week. <laughs> <laughs> I pick against them all the time. All right, Baltimore at Buffalo. Baltimore five and a half point favorites at Buffalo. Baltimore has been rolling. Yeah, give me Baltimore. I, You're gonna go Bills. Give me Bills. Ooh, I like I like the Josh disrespect. Allen. Josh Allen, Devin Singletary. I'm a fan. All right, Washington 
at Green Bay. Green Bay, 13-point favorites at home. I'll still go Green Bay. That's too much. Oh, that is Washington's so... no, no good, though. They are really bad. You know what? Give me, give me Washington. Oof. I'm just taking points at this point. <laughs> I liked what I saw, guys. Why not? Denver at Houston. Houston, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. It's a lot of points for Houston. It never feels... It beats Patriots, but they just never... Feel... Yeah, I'm going to take Denver. I'm actually going to go Denver, too, in this one. San Francisco at New Orleans. Ooh, what a good game. New Orleans, three-point favorites. I'm going San Francisco, actually. New Orleans, um, I don't know. I'm going San Francisco, yeah. I'll take the points. What uh, is it, three, three and a half? Three, just three. Just three? Yeah. Uh, give me the same spin. I'll, I'll take the push. Cincinnati at Cleveland. Cleveland, eight and a half point favorites at home. You know what? Give me the Bengals. Crazy enough. I'm going to say that. What was the point? Eight and a half. Eight and a half? I've never taken Cleveland eight and a half. Yeah, give me the Bengals as well. I'm taking points like crazy this week. (laughs) Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta, two and a half point favorites at home against Carolina. Give me Panthers. I know, but give me Panthers. I'll go. I'm going to go Atlanta. Detroit at Minnesota. Oh God, Minnesota's fourteen point favorites. Well, how's what? it come? To, how's it come to this? Give me Detroit. Screw, screw you, Vegas. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Lions as well. I could see this getting out of control, but a fourteen is a lot. Remember when we thought they were good? Remember that Monday night game where they lost the Packers, where everyone went nuts? Like, who cares anymore? Every, yeah. Miami at the Jets. The Jets are five and a half point favorites at home against Miami. You know what? Give me Miami. I'm giving. I'm taking Miami too. Throw that ball. <laughs> Indianapolis at Tampa. Tampa three point favorites at home against the Colts. I'll go Colts actually. Give me Colts. Uh, Colts get three points. Is yeah, that what you're saying? They get three. They get three. Tampa. I know. I don't know why I'm going Tampa Bay. Yeah. I just feel it. I have no good reason on that one. Jackson or Chargers at Jacksonville. Jacksonville or Chargers three point favorites. Give me Minshew. You know yeah, give me Jags. There's <laughs> something about Minshew. I think yeah, do it. I agree. Chargers have been at very underachieving this year. Kansas City at New England. Okay, this New England a good one. three point favorites at home against the Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs. I have I don't know why. I think Chiefs are gonna win this game. I think they're gonna win it. I can't, I. I actually agree with you. I, I feel really bad going against the Pats, but yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. Pittsburgh at Arizona. Pittsburgh, two and a half point favorites. They just seem to get wins lately. Yeah, and two and a half? Yeah, yeah I'll, take, I'll, go, I'll take the Steelers. Me too. Tennessee at Oakland. Tennessee, two and a half point favorites Give at me Oakland. Tennessee. You know what? I'm going to go Oakland. I think Oakland's going to win at home. Seattle. At the Rams. Seattle, two and a half point favorites at Los Angeles. I'm going to go Rams here, actually. I'm going to go Seattle. LA has given me nothing to cheer for this year. And then Monday Night Football. This seems like a bad game. (laughs) Giants at Eagles. Eagles, eight and a half point favorites. Eight and a half? Yeah. No, I'm just, I'll stick with the points. Give me Giants. I'll take Eagles. All right, there we go. Eagles have been disappointing as well. There we go. There's point spread picks for week 14. We'll be back Sunday night. Hopefully, it's a joyous episode. If not, 
Well, I just hope it's a joyous episode. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. But, all right, that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.